Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. With Two Jesse person and Anita. Vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> Two person. Man Sacrament. and woman, husband and wife. Sacrament of matrimony, uh, <laughs> Jess Romero. And Anita Romero. And uh, Tobias are... and Sarah. Aquila and Prisca. <laughs> yeah, Aquila and Prisca, yeah. They actually and call before her Pri women. Priscilla as well. Yeah. That's all her. Hey, uh, today's the. the Today, well, the month of March is the month dedicated to St. Joseph. St. Joseph, yes. We so, want to do the quick litanies. Yes, let's do the quick litanies. If, if, if you all have a litanies, why don't you join us? Yeah, we'll go uh, right into exactly where it talks about St. Joseph. And we'll... Yes. All the, in the name of the Father, Son, Son of the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay. Holy Mary. Pray for us. St. Joseph. Pray for us. Noble offspring of David. Pray for us. Light of patriarchs. Pray for spouse us. Spouse of the mother of God. Pray for us. Chase guardian of the virgin. Pray for us. Foster father of the son of God. Pray for us. Zealous defender of Christ. Pray for us. Head of the holy family. Pray for us. Joseph most just. Pray for us. Joseph most chaste. Pray for us. Joseph most prudent. Pray for us. Joseph most courageous. Pray for us. Joseph most obedient. Pray for us. Joseph most faithful. Pray for us. Mirror of patience. Pray for us. Lover of poverty. Pray for us. Model of workmen. Pray for us. Glory of domestic life. Pray for us. Guardian of virgins. Pray for us. Pillar of families. Pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted. Pray for us. Hope of the sick. Pray for us. Patron of the dying. Pray for us. Terror of demons. Pray for us. Protector of the Holy Church. Pray for us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Spare us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Graciously hear us, O Lord. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household. And Prince over all his possessions. Let, Let us pray. pray. O, o God, God, who in your loving God, providence chose blessed Joseph, Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, you... grant us a favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven whom on earth we venerate as our protector, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. The month of St. Joseph. So the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And for those that didn't know that, month of St. Joseph, and you could start the novena on the 10th of uh, March, which is next week, probably next Thursday, I think, the 10th. But anyways, it's good to be back, and today's the first Friday of the month. And, of course, uh, we, uh, Lord, appeared to St. Mar Mar Margaret Mary Alacoque, and she, she, we're on our third promise, which is, I will comfort them in all their afflictions. But we want to get back and start our article that we have. Because it's a relevant time right now. Let's just be yes, honest. Right we, now, there's several countries that have nuclear power. Yes. And there's several people that aren't wrapped to tight, including our unelected president. Yes. They have the nuclear codes. We live in a time when, when the world could evaporate in 10 minutes, mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. Right now is not a time to be playing with our faith. Right now is no, a time to be all. living in a state of grace. Absolutely, state of grace. And that's why it's no coincidence that we're entering the time of Lent. Yesterday, or two days ago, was Ash Wednesday. So uh, Thursday was our first day of Lent. So this is perfect for uh, what we're going to talk about. Yeah, and we're going to do a deep dive on it because a lot of people yes. have heard of the five first Saturdays. So we're going to go yes. through the whole history of the five first Saturdays. So we're going to leave no stone unturned. Yeah, so then you'll know exactly. So let's start with the great promise of the five first Saturdays. The promise made by Our Lady to Lucia on July 13th, 1917, that there would be a future manifestation concerning the practice of the five first Saturdays was fulfilled on December 10th, 1925. 
Lucia was then a postulate sister in the Dorothean convent at Tui, Spain. On this occasion, Our Lady appeared together with the child Jesus, who spoke first to Lucia. Quote, this is from Our Lady. Have compassion on the heart of your most holy mother, covered with thorns which ungrateful men place, there, hmm. place therein at every moment, while there is no one who does an act of reparation to withdraw them for her. Our Lady then addressed Lucia as follows. Quote, Behold my daughter, my heart encircled with thorns, with which ungrateful men pierce it at every moment by their <clears throat> blasphemies and ingratitude. Give me consolation, you, at least, and make known on my behalf that I promise to assist at the hour of death. What a beautiful, I love that. Yeah. I promise to, to assist, assist at the hour of death. To assist. Mm -hmm. With the graces necessary for salvation. Mm -hmm. For all who on the first, five Saturday, first Saturday of five consecutive months, here it is, Confess her sins, receive Holy Communion, recite five decades of the Rosary, and keep me company for 15 minutes meditating on the mysteries of the Rosary with the purpose of making reparation to my Immaculate Heart. Yep. And she continues, Before studying the actual words of the Blessed Virgin Mary's message, we should note that for many centuries, Holy Mother Church has consecrated Saturday to Our Lady in the special manner. Manner. Remember the devotions that we talk about every day, with a view, uh, with a view towards ten intensifying the devotion of the faithful for the Blessed Virgin, Mother of God, and our most loving Mother. Many devout people were accustomed to consecrate the first Saturdays of each month to Our Lady for this very intention of making reparation for those blasphemies, blasphemies and outrages against the authentic Marian devotion not only by sinners, but also by those heretics who attacked her prerogatives. Pope St. Pius X, on December 12, 1905, issued a decree in which he praised this practice and offered generous indulgences for it. That same year, in the month of November, the Holy Father, that would be St. Pius X, mm -hmm again blessed and indulgence the traditional practice of the sons of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. They're known as the Claritians and of the Archconfraternity of the Immaculate Heart of Mary to dedicate the first Saturdays of the month to the practice of this devotion with the purpose of making reparation to her Immaculate Heart. Anita, we saw it, by the way, just uh, yeah. uh, when we were at the, at the prayer rally you know, yes. not many. There's two mm -hmm. Protestants that are saying, quit praying to Mary. Yeah, pray. yeah, right. And so we, we, we've seen it all our life. Mm -hmm. People misunderstand the role of Mary, Mary because they don't, number one, they don't want to understand it. Or no. number two, they're just low information low Americans. Low information, and I think it's just prejudice. Oh, statues, they get they get all They get all iconoclastic yeah. on us. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Just as at Lourdes, the Blessed Mother Mary confirmed the Holy Father's solemn definition of her Immaculate Conception by telling little Bernadette, I am the Immaculate Conception. Now at Fatima, uh, where am I at? <laughs> yeah, I am the Immaculate Conception. Yeah, no. I am the Immaculate Conception yeah. at, now at Fatima. Our Lady again lent the influence of her maternal authority and dignity to the commendation of this devotion by specifying five consecutive 
first Saturdays and enriching the practice with their promise of the graces necessary for salvation. So what are the four Marian dogmas Our Lady proclaimed? Because mm -hmm. the, uh, the, the Immaculate Conception is one of the four dogmas revealed from heaven. That's what a dogma is. Mm -hmm. And she actually said this in, in uh, to, to little Bernadette. Uh, she said it, I think, like four years before the actual dogma was promulgated. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, it is God himself who is offended by every sin. For this reason, it is God, likewise, who is the ultimate object of every act of Christian reparation. This is clear from all the manifestations of Fatima, and in a very concrete fashion, in the apparition of July 13, 1917. By the way, that's the end of World War I. Uh, but let us add, nevertheless, that one will not properly understand the heavenly message of Fatima in, in this essential point of the spirit of reparation unless the meaning be extended to include also a direct reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Indeed, it is, it is our Lord Himself who tells us this, have compassion on the heart of your Most Holy Mother. So here's something I find interesting is as Catholics, we understand this. Yep. Protestants look at Jesus in isolation. Mm -hmm. Every yep. time we as Catholics look at our Lord, we look at Him united with His Mother. It's, I mean, it's just like natural for Catholics. King of Kings, Queen Mother. That's the mm -hmm. way the Bible shows in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. You even had that one movie of that kid, uh, a Protestant kid that fell off and, and died for a while. He went to heaven. Mm -hmm. I think it was called uh, uh, this, uh, Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Yes. In the book, which yeah. we have in our shelf, mm -hmm. the Protestant kid told his, his, his Protestant dad. pastor mm -hmm. father, he goes, hey, by the way, I got a lot of Catholic friends. Son, did you ever see Mary in heaven? He goes, oh, yeah, Dad. Every time I saw Jesus, his mother Mary was right next to him. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I want to just mention something, the, the paragraph before we read that about St. Bernadette. Remember, she at this point, she was not catechized, so she wouldn't even know that name, Immaculate Conception. Yeah, what's that? What's that? What she just like, oh, she just said she's the Immaculate Conception. Well, with great surprise, they knew she was not... Uh, because she was very uh, sickly young girl, she couldn't go to catechism. She wasn't a she was kind of illiterate in a sense. So yeah, um, yeah that's just want to add that. Okay, uh, to offend the Blessed Virgin Mary is to offend God and frustrate His plans for the salvation souls. The predestination of the Blessed Virgin Mary to the divine maternity, her active cooperation in all the works of redemption, her mission to be the spiritual mother of the entire church and of every person redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus, all of these prerogatives constitute, as we have already said, one of the most basic of God's designs for the effective application of the redemption to the individual souls. Therefore, the Blessed Virgin Mary tells us that it is God's design in order to bring peace to the world and to save souls, that the dev devotion to her Immaculate Heart be intensified. Oh! I just got cut off. A holy pause. <laughs> yeah, we got the holy pause. Our, our Mother Mary is here. A holy commercial. We'll be right back. Pray for us.
are back, family. This is Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. Yep, uh, Virgin Most Powerful, pray, pray for, for us. us. Yes. Hey, we're sharing with you something that we have to know, especially right now when we're living in a touch-and-go period of uh, mm-hmm. world history. We're talking to you about the, the great promise of the five first Saturdays as per the Blessed Virgin Mary. We're talking about the promises of the five first Saturdays. We're doing a deep dive. Yeah, and then we're right, we're in the the portion where to offend the Blessed Virgin Mary is to offend God. So that's what we want we're want, we're talking about right now and how to frustrate and and frustrate the, his plans for the salvation of souls. So by offending God, you know, and by offending our our mother we're also trying. We're also offending God. So that's and by doing that, you yep, frustrate you the, the, plans, the plans for the salvation of souls. souls. Right. So therefore, the Blessed Virgin Mary tells us that it is God's design in order to bring peace to the world and to save souls that the devotion to her immaculate heart be intensified and extended. Consequently, whoever does injury to Our Lady, whether by blasphemy, by denying her greatness, or her saving mission or by trying to depreciate the devotion to Our Lady in the church or in souls. Likewise, offers an insult to the wisdom of God and obstructs the plans of His providence for the salvation of souls. A Catholic who knows his holy faith, as he should, sees this disorder as an injury which is directed both to the Mother of God and to God Himself. And his providence. And he thus tries to make reparation uh, for it by intensifying his personal devotion as well as his efforts to bring about the triumph of Mary's Immaculate Heart. And that's the time, that's what we're mm-hmm. expecting for right now. That's, that's yeah. what we're waiting for right now the triumph yeah. of the Mary's Immaculate mm-hmm. Heart. Both aspects of Christian reparation, that which looks directly to God and that which subordinately looks directly to the heart of Mary are complementary manifestations of the one and the same spirit of authentic Christian reparation. In other words, Catholics don't see our Lord and our Lady as competing with each other Mm -hmm. for our devotion. Again, you're talking about the King of the Universe and the Queen Mother of the Universe, that both of them uh, conjoined, just like in Old Testament Israel, they work together. Both aspects of reparation are recommended and united in the message of Fatima. And now again, in the subsequent recommendation, it makes up, made to us concerning the practice of the five first Saturdays in reparation. Think about, remember, reparation mm-hmm. means to repair, repair the damage. damage. Repair yes. the damage. You break a window, guess what? Yeah. Somebody's got to pay for it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are breaking the windows in the Catholic Church by insulting the Mother of God. We as Catholics have to fix those windows and repair those broken windows yeah. with our prayers and penance. Okay. Because she is our mother, beautiful manifestations of the maternal solicitude of Our Lady have been visible in the Church all throughout the centuries testify not only to the lively veneration with which all true Christians have ever cherished her, but also to her swift and loving intervention whenever and wherever her assistant is sought. Marian institutions, Marian shrines, and the movements and pilgrimages which have adorned the spiritual life of so many towns, cities, and kingdoms, what have they always been, and what are they today? in the few places where they are still observed. 
but an irresistible call from the eternal heart of Mary for a sincere return of souls to Jesus Christ. Yeah, let me, let's just comment on yeah, that. Th- yeah. That's exactly what all these Marian apparitions are. Yep. That last sentence, I think, that said everything yep. about why the mother of God is allowed by God by his permission to come all over the world. It's it's for what? What's that last sentence you shared? It, uh, for the, the heart for the sincere return of souls to Jesus Christ. That's what it is. That's, that's why Mary's is. allowed to come to earth and speak to us in different countries and different languages so that it's we... It's the same Mary, different yeah, yeah, face. Exactly. So that we all come back to Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's the whole goal. Yes, yes. The urgent request of our mother at Fatima, as well as her pleas at Lourdes and La, La Salette, bring us to a critical juncture in the long, sad history of her love and per, loving pursuit of the souls of her children, ever striving to bring them to true repentance and conversion which is the only path to eternal salvation. The practice of the five first Saturdays in reparation, remember, repair the damage, belongs to this new chapter in the application of the fruits of redemption to mankind. There are four elements of this devotion mm-hmm. of the five first Saturdays. So let's consider the four elements which are included in the devotion of the five first Saturdays. Number one, confession. I mean, that's the sacrament right there right. Uh, that drives out demons, literally. It's a minor, mm-hmm. it, it, it has the effect of a minor exorcism. You notice it's first? Yep. There the you go. The first of the article, of the, confession. Yep. That's not a coincidence. Not, no coincidence. That heaven is calling us to confession not. as the first. Right. We got to be free of mortal sin before we <laughs> before go on you go to, to the other three two. elements. Before you go to yes. number two, holy communion. Mm-hmm. Because if you're if you're receiving Holy Communion mm-hmm. in mortal sin, like some people do mm-hmm. in uh, the White House and the Senate and Congress, you're you're eating and drinking judgment upon yourself, as it says in the Bible in mm-hmm. First Corinthians chapter eleven and twelve. You're you're consigning yourself to hell. Mm-hmm. Number three, what we're asked by the Mother of God: recitation of the Rosary and meditation upon its mysteries. And finally, number four. The promise of the grace is necessary for eternal salvation. What a promise. You, won't, yeah. you, you will not die without the sacraments. Obviously, mm-hmm. for confession and Holy Communion, uh, valid and listed sacraments are necessary. Necessary. So we're going to do a deep dive. Yeah, let's go on a deep dive to the one of the elements. The first element we just spoke about with, with confession. It's, it's repentance and conversion. In order to fulfill this requirement in a truly worthy manner, we must look beyond the, more, the mere formality of going to confession at the appointed time to a heartfelt spirit of repentance and lasting sorrow for our sins. There's the contrition, spirit of repentance and lasting sorrow for our sins. This spirit of, of penance should pervade our entire life. In such a manner that it compels us to walk always in the path of the amendment of life for which Our Lady asked. In all true devotion to Our Lady and devotion to her Immaculate Heart is the perfect expression of this true devotion. There must always be an effective repentance, that is, the returning of our hearts to Christ our Savior. For all of us, sinners, sinners, all sinners, it is a call to conversion to the path of grace and submission to God's holy will. Even for those souls who already habitually live in the grace of God, true devotion to Our Lady impels them more and more to travel the pathway to holiness by striving to purge themselves daily 
of all that is not of God. Hmm. And it is this true devotion, based as it is on heartfelt repentance and conversion, that creates in them a truly authentic spirit of the Christian apostolate. The desire to lead others along the same path to the heart of God. Wow, that has so much meat there. Yes, it does. The second, the second thing that we're called to as Catholics on the first five Saturdays is Holy Communion, mm-hmm. which means habitual union with God. Mm-hmm. Eternal salvation can, only be, can be obtained only by those redeemed souls who will do what is necessary to obtain it, to obtain that redemption. And what is necessary is a lasting repentance. It just can't be for a weekend mm-hmm. or for, you know, for, for over the summer. You need a lasting repentance, conversion, and amendment of life. One may wonder why did Our Lady request precisely uh, five first Saturdays. The number may be, of course, be taken as a reminder of the five principal motives that we make for making reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. These motives are, number one, blasphemy against her Immaculate Conception. Two, blasphemy and heresies against her perpetual virginity. Three, Blasphemy and heresies against her divine maternity. Four, uh, disrespect and irreverence to her shrines or images. And five, the crime of those who attempt to uproot from souls, particularly the, the souls of the young, their devotion to the mother of God. And by the way, mm-hmm. very sad to say, I've seen all those offenses in these little pamphlets and tracts put out by a lot of Protestants, yes. especially the ones called Jack Chick Publications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's passed away a couple of years ago. I just hope uh, that he made his amends with God yeah, and was able to uh, ask pardon for offending his Holy Mother uh, for a lifetime of just writing terrible screeds against her. Mm-hmm. But, but the more obvious reason for a succession of the five whole months spent in this devout exercise is that it teaches us perseverance, without which our spiritual efforts will never bear the good fruit of a true amendment of life. This definite period of time, the first Saturdays of five consecutive months, is suitable for the teaching and exercise of those spiritual practices which should be acquired as a habit if we are to save our souls. The same thing occurs in the process of education in all aspects of the Catholic faith and Christian life. The same principle is followed in the liturgical cycle of the Feasts of the Church with their annual rotation. It is clear that the practice of this devotion, if faithfully followed, does in fact lead souls to habitual devotion or the spirit of devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary and to frequent or even daily communion. Thus, the first fruits of the practice of the first, the five first Saturdays is devotion to the Most Holy Eucharist in its threefold aspects of sacrifice, communion, and adoration. Number three, the Mother of God talks to us about uh, devout recitation of the rosary mm-hmm. and with meditation. Praying the rosary is not like you're just rattling off uh, prayers like you're, you know, like at an auction. Yeah, it's meditation. So the second yeah. requirement in the practice of the five first Saturdays is the recitation of the Holy Rosary with meditation upon its mysteries. We should bear in mind that while the complete rosary is composed of now now 20 decades, <laughs> uh, five decades are, strictly speaking, sufficient to fill the requirement for this devotion. You don't have to do all 20. 
The recitation of the entire rosary, however, is more in keeping with the spirit of Our Lady's request at Fatima. We should not forget that little Francisco was admonished by the Queen of Heaven to pray many rosaries mm. if he was to go to heaven. Certainly, none of us would claim to be more certain of heaven than Francisco was. There are two aspects of the devotion of the rosary, prayer and meditation. The vocal prayer of the rosary always has its foundation, the interior act of meditation upon the mysteries of the life, suffering, and glory of our Divine Lord and the Blessed Virgin Mary. But the 15-minute meditation specified in the practice of the first Saturdays is another thing. Uh, oh, here she again. comes. Okay, well, we'll continue in the next segment. Yeah, it's a holy pause, Our Lady. Yep, stick around. The cause of our joy. Ora ponobis. Stay with us, family. TGIF, thank God I'm forgiven. forgiven. Yes, first Friday of Lent. Yes, first Friday. Yep. And uh, also, hey, by the way, just want to remind you Wearing that. my purple. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you're right. My you're... penitential colors. Just want to mention that Father Chad Ripperger just came out with a new book. It's called Dominion. Dominion. Uh, you can get it from Census Traditionis Press. And he, there he talks about, again, it's a, it's a book on Catholic spiritual mm. warfare for lay people Everything you want to know about angels and demons and spiritual warfare from a Catholic point of view, you can find that in those 500 pages. I just 500, ordered. Whoa! I just ordered my a copy. A lot of reading. I'll, I'll plow through it. It'll take me a while. Yeah, It'll take yeah, me about yeah. a year to plow through it. Yeah. I'll take it. You know what? <laughs> what I'll is read. it? Two font? I don't know. Who knows? The way he writes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay. He's awesome. Jumping Father right back into the. Let's get back uh, to the, right, five, right. the five first Saturdays. Right, the first first Saturdays. Okay, there are two aspects of the devotion of rosary. Number one, prayer and meditation. The vocal prayer of the rosary always has its foundation, the interior act of meditation upon the mysteries of the life, suffering, and glory of our divine Lord and the Blessed Virgin Mary. But the 15-minute meditation sp specified in the practice of the first Saturdays is another thing. It's mm. totally different. Interesting. It's separate. During these 15 minutes, our attention should be centered on the mysteries only without any other vocal prayer. If the time of this meditation is in, uh, of this meditation be inserted between or distributed over the recitation of the decades, it can be directed to the mystery which is announced at the beginning of each of them. Or it may make the 15 minutes of meditation all at one time, reflecting on one or more of the mysteries, either method or one similar, similar and is acceptable. So there you go. You could, there's two ways. You could do your 15 meditation outside of the rosary, or you could do it in between the mysteries. So, you know, there's five. You could do it four, four minutes each or mm. five minutes each. In between, that's beautiful. I never thought about that because yeah. I do 15 minutes outside, and um, so we could do it. In, yeah, that you could do it in part that's of the rosary. if you have time, if you feel 
And yep. of course, we're not supposed to be, when we pray a rosary, we should not be rushed. No. Let us consider this meditation a little more closely. Concerning Our Lady, the gospel says, His mother kept all things in her heart. That's mm-hmm. meditation. Wow, yep. Luke 2.51. Our Lady is always the best model for a soul that proposes to know and imitate Jesus Christ. In the hands of a good spiritual director, this practice of meditation will give us a wonderful opportunity for setting forth throughout the whole year the principal passages of the gospel in their different aspects, historical, doctrine, doctrinal, and ascetical. A small detail of interest in the recitation of the rosary is the aspiration that Our Lady invites us to insert between the decades. That beautiful prayer that goes, uh, Oh my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those who have most need of thy mercy. And as slaves of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, we add the invocation, Most sorrowful and Immaculate Heart of Mary, pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Amen. So, who are those souls who have most need? We can understand this to mean the poor, forgotten souls in purgatory, enduring excruciating torments against the uncertain day of their deliverance. Mm. Christian charity demands that even though their souls have been saved, we're not to neglect our obligation to assist our brethren in the church suffering. But we mean above all, poor sinners, those who seem obstinately unrepentant, those who are daily exposed to a sudden and and unprovided death, Mm. those who live in the state of mortal sin, and finally, those who by circumstances of place, environment, or education are furthest from any possible priestly influence and from the sacraments. Even in the last moments of life, for all these poor souls, mostly near the mercy of God, should be poured out the efficacious prayers of the Catholic faithful, interceding for them and making reparation for their sins, uniting themselves with the mediation of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Mother and Refuge of Sinners. That's where hope is. Amen. That's where we have hope for all those people. Yes. Okay, the fourth element, what the graces necessary for salvation. To those who practice the devotion of the first Saturdays in reparation, Our Lady promises her uh, assistance at the hour of death with the graces necessary for salvation. She does not promise them eternal salvation itself, but the heavenly graces necessary for mm. salvation. So she does. She's not the one. It's she. She's your your free will still required. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You can become obstinate and reject yeah, God at the absolutely. end. Absolutely. It is not exactly the same thing. For such a promise would not be consistent with authentic Christian teaching. The lure of presumptuous devotion to Our Lady has deceived many, but a presumptuous devotion is a false devotion. But as to that which the Blessed Virgin does promise is not the special assistance of Our Lady's grace, a good reason for firm hope and trust that we shall, in the solemn hour upon which our eternity depends, have responded to the call of grace and will die with the, with sentiments of true contrition for our sins. In other words, it's not one saved, always saved, right, eternal security. Not. You, mm-hmm. you, you have to cooperate with the grace of God until the end, but right. she'll provide you the grace. She would provide you the grace. She's not the one that's going to give you eternal salvation. See, that's where people, and that's what we as Catholics, that's how we can educate our Protestant brothers yeah. and sisters or those that are non-Christian that are just inquiring about the faith. Well, what do you guys believe in Mary? 
So. Yeah, we do believe in her. Yeah, what do you believe? Yeah, in Mary? we believe that she's she's yes. uh, the greatest creature God ever created. She, God's masterpiece and God's mother, mm-hmm. but she's not the savior. Mm-hmm. But she can she can gain for us the graces of our salvation and and merit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we read in the lives of those especially devoted to the Immaculate Heart of Mary that they frequently experience at that time an awareness from heaven that the hour of their parting is near. It is not precisely an announcement of death, but a new and gentle preoccupation with a more frequent and worthy reception of the sacraments with a greater purity of intention in all one's actions and an intensification of one's charity and dedication to the Apostle of Our Lady. The Immaculate Heart of Mary kindly goes about perfecting the souls of her children for her decisive encounter with our divine savior i like wow that. that's yeah, that so, last sentence so is really it's, it's deep yeah yeah uh she goes about perfecting Perfect. the souls of her children how does she do, do this by again providing us the graces necessary for our salvation and to become holy yeah and praying the road that's the the graces why by your all your Hail Marys that you've prayed throughout your life. Yes. And then she's coming. She's grabbing all those Hail Marys. Look, my son. And she's going to respond. He, this this son or daughter of yours has been loyal to you. Yeah. So those are the graces. They're, she's taking they're like all some those spiritual graces. bank here, account. Here, Christ, here, here, my son. Yeah. It's like so, a spiritual bank absolutely. account. And she's going to take all that. Isn't that beautiful, yeah, guys? All that deposit it's exciting of, of, to be Catholic. Yeah, all that deposit. And she's going to say, here, son. Here's <laughs> yes. her. Yeah, this is so awesome. Here's an objection that's answered. There are some misguided souls who would rather not be reminded of the great promise of the Sacred Heart of Jesus concerning the nine first Fridays or the promise of the Immaculate Heart of Mary concerning the practice of the five first Saturdays. They fear, so they say, that Christian piety and love for God will be depreciated and converted into a sentiment or even a sentimentality which is self-interested and egotistic. While it may not while it may not be infrequent that such deviations do arise in the practice of Christian piety, is this danger really as great as that of the reaction against it, which would stifle all reference to the heavenly to the heavenly promise? In other words, these are the arguments used by modernists mm-hmm, by modernist. that say mm-hmm. they, they they scoff at those things that happened before the nineteen sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is not for a man to give lessons to heaven or to correct the plan designed by our Savior's boundless love, nor to strengthen strengthen the paths traveled by His mercy, which is infinite and infinitely delicate in the effective application of the fruit of His redemption to souls. The promises made by divine love in the gospel or in a special manifestation to chosen souls at certain difficult moments in the history of the church are never the sole motive nor even the principal motive of the devotion of pious Catholics. Yet, they realize that their love of God, their faith, and their fidelity to God's commandments receive powerful assistance from these promises. And from them, they receive a firmer conviction of the supreme mystery of the divine love, justice, and mercy. And more than a few times, the memory of these heavenly promises was the effective quote, first step, end quote, awakening in certain souls for the first time, Hmm. an awareness of the grave dangers to their eternal salvation and the necessity of taking immediate steps to remedy this peril. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. Everything. Oh, this is such. In conclusion, the loving promises made by the hearts of Jesus and Mary 
are manifestations of their love for us, and they serve to enkindle love and gratitude in well-disposed souls. This is the constant experience of the church concerning authentic piety in the lives of her children. Let us give one example. In keeping with the promise that the Immaculate Heart of Mary made to them in her first apparition, the two younger shepherds of Fatima, Jacinta and Francesco, were assured that they would soon go to heaven. Far from lessening their zeal, this knowledge prompted them to to undertakings of prayer and sacrifice for the sake of reparation, so that they soon reached the summit of Christian holiness. Ah, would that we would but partake of one small part of their zeal for penance, prayer, and sacrifice, but we shall assuredly attain to some measure of their heavenly milieu if we but do the simple things necessary to attain it. So there you go. There's a running example. How to get to heaven. <laughs> simple. <laughs> yeah, the mother of God has given to, give, come down and given us a, a plan on how to get to heaven. Yep. So let's kind of recap yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, okay. So in order to obtain the promise of Our Lady uh, up. A holy, oh, holy pause. pause. Holy pause. Holy pause. Our Lady Guadalupe. Yeah. Pray for us. Ora pro nobis. Ruega por nosotros. The patron saint of Stick the around. Americas. We got one more segment. Sacrament of matrimony in action. It takes three to get married. A man and a woman and the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Jesus Christ must be the very apex of a marriage. We're talking about the five first uh, Saturday devotions given to us by Our Lady. And I want to give you a helpful guide to the first Saturday devotion. In order to obtain the promise of Our Lady, this devotion must be properly understood and duly performed The requirements stipulated by Our Lady are as follows. Number one, just a recap. Number one, confession. Number two, communion. Number three, five decades of the rosary. Number four, meditation on one or more of the rosary mysteries for 15 minutes. Number five, to do all of these things in the spirit of reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. And number six, to observe these practices on the first Saturday of five consecutive months. So, Anita, what is the spirit of reparation? Let's talk about the spirit of reparation. We've already, you know, I know you've heard that word, so repair the damage. But let's see, what, what is the spirit? All these acts, as said above, those that which Jess just mentioned, must be done with the intention of offering reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary for the offenses committed against her. Everyone who offends her commits so to speak, a twofold offense. Mm. For these sins also offend her divine son, Jesus Christ, wow. and so endanger their salvation. There you go. Woo. They give bad example to others and weaken the strength of society wow. to withstand immoral onslaught. So there you go. Every time you're immoral sin, 
you're weakening society also, those yeah. around you and outside of your home. And, and also something like that, mm-hmm. you know, just based on natural law, nobody, male or female, likes anybody talking about their mother. No. Nope. Those mm-hmm. are like, for guys, go. those are fighting words. Yeah, absolutely. You think you're going to get away with insulting the mother of God? Are you crazy? Even Mm -hmm. natural law tells you don't insult somebody's mother. mm -hmm. No matter how bad, even if they're the worst mother in the world, you still, they still have that love for them. The acts of our devotions therefore force us to consider not only the enormity of the offense against God, but also the effect of sins on human society, as well as the critical need for undoing these social evils, even if the offender repents and is converted. Further, this reparation emphasizes our enormous enormous responsibility towards sinners who, by themselves, will not pray and make reparation for their sins. In the words of Our Lady, so well remembered by little Jacinta, so many, many souls go to hell because there is no one to pray and sacrifice for them. In short, this devotion brings before us our obligations to our neighbor and reminds us that a true love of God overflows into a genuine love of our neighbor. Above all, by endeavoring to help him save his soul. An excellent way of doing this is through the example of our own spirit of reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Our living and effective devotion to Our Lady leads us to elevate our moral and religious standards and so works to raise the standards of the family community, and country in which we live. There are some who worry because although they try to observe the five first Saturdays in accordance with the request of Our Lady of Fatima, they forget to make the intention of reparation in due time for confession, holy communion, meditation, or recitation of the rosary. But this difficulty may be overcome by making a resolution at the very beginning when one deciding to observe the first Saturdays for the next five months. Simply make the resolution that all the spiritual exercises connected with the first Saturdays will be offered in reparation to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. As long as this intention is not withdrawn, it would remain effective, even though at the moment of the exercise, one does not consciously recall his motive of making reparation. In other words, don't fall into scrupulosity. Yeah, yeah right. Because a, a lot of good Catholics... <laughs> yeah, a lot of good Catholics, uh, again, they just fall into scrupulosity. God knows your intention, even though you probably missed something, mm-hmm. you know, you forgot yeah. to cross, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, dot your eyes and cross a T. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. the five consecutive first Saturdays, the idea of the five first Saturdays is obviously to make us persevere in this devotional acts for this period of time and to overcome the initial obstacles. Once this is done, Our Lady knows that the person will, if he faithfully cooperates with her grace, become attracted to her pure and immaculate heart and persevere in practicing such devotion on all first Saturdays, laboring thereby at his own personal sanctification and for the salvation of others. If mankind does not repent and return to God, if Catholics continue to fail to amend their lives and ask pardon for their sins, if the true consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary does not become a way of life there it is, for, of many, life. for many, if our later requests continue to be rejected, the future course of mankind appears grim. Russia will not be converted. 
the Islamic movement will solidify its alliance with the communists in Russia, China, North Korea, Africa, Indonesia, and many other countries throughout the world. And the wars ensuing from this new deadly peril will continue to be a punishment for the multitude of sins against God. Their Antichrist errors, which emanated from Russia in the last century, will continue to spread, promoting wars, persecutions against the church, and engulfing the world in an inferno of Luciferian triumph. Not the least of these evils will be the vast number of souls who depart from this hedonistic world in the state of mortal sin and are lost for all eternity in the flames of hell. Well, that paragraph was wow, apop just, apocalyptic. Oh, absolutely it is. Look at that. Wow. It mentions all the communists, Russia, China. They're and the Islamic countries. terrorist countries. Yes. Imagine, their, imagine an alliance with all of them. Yeah. And Africa, there's a lot of <sighs> Islamic uh, states there right. in Africa. Yep. Indonesia, a lot of Islamic. I think it's Primarily, majority, I think. Yeah, majority are Islamic. The only means of preventing these tragedies is to respond to the gentle but urgent pleas of our loving mother of, at Fatima. The stakes are so high at this perilous moment of history, right now especially, mm -hmm. that one would think every good Catholic would take seriously the devotion of the five first Saturdays and practice it fervently. For Our Lady has assured us that she will obtain the graces of salvation for all those who observe the, the the first five Saturdays, the first Saturdays for five consecutive months in accordance with her conditions. And again, her conditions are very precise. Mm -hmm. At the supreme moment in its existence, the departing soul will either be in the state of grace or not. Mm. It's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> There's no gray. Mm -mm. In either case, Our Lady will be by his side. If in the state of grace, she will console and strengthen him to resist whatever temptations the devil may lay before him in his last furious attempts to rob him of the mantle of grace. That's what happens at the time of our death. If he is not in the state of grace, Our Lady will provide him with the graces necessary to repent in a manner of pleasing to God, an act which is rarely sincere at, the, at that frightful moment, with the abyss of hell yawning below and the stupors of death laying, fixing their mortal grip on his bodily senses. Whoa. What a sentence. Yeah, that's a description. The abyss of hell yawning, yawning below. Yawning below, waiting. Oh, wow. Although Ooh. it's not impossible that such a soul be saved at the 11th hour, it is much more likely that those who sincerely apply themselves to the devotion of the five first Saturdays and persevere in making their devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary a way of life this way th will, this. will thus be living will thus be living in a habitual state of grace well that's what this practice is supposed to is training the soul yeah. the interior life for us to live in a state of yeah, constancy grace. and perseverance we yeah. mentioned that in earlier in this article we got to be constant yes. constant with our prayers yeah. persevere with our and, and constant in virtue too, in virtue, the practice of good virtue, habits, right? That's over the only and way. You, over and over right, again. That's so the only the, way you can live in yeah. a state of grace. This is consistent with the warning of Christ. He says, "Quote: As you live, so shall you die." Close mm. quote. For such blessed souls, their first Saturday and devotion, their first Saturday devotion, and their consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, will be the happy means by which they fall among the elect, those who actually benefit by the fruits of the redemption and are saved.
So what's the question we want to ask people? Well, yeah, the question is, are you fulfilling the requests of Our Lady of Fatima? Just think about that. So what are they? Give what us are the number rap- one? Yeah. Consecration. Do you always wear her brown scapular or does your life of striving for holiness through prayer, penance, and renouncement of, of the spirit of the world bear testimony to the sincerity of your personal consecration? And you could do that every morning. Yeah. I, we do consecration prayers yeah. every morning. Just in your book. Yeah. Lord my book. Hands Bread, there's a yeah, consecration there's, of Mary every morning. Any good Catholic prayer book has a consecration to the sacred heart of Jesus. Joys and, sufferings of and a consecration to Our Lady. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That should be the standard for your morning prayer. Yeah. Consecrate your your life to, to the yeah. sacred heart of Jesus and consecrate your your day to the Black, the Blessed Virgin. That should every be day. standard. Yeah. Because you remember, you know, what we learned in, in um, engagement part, uh, engagement encounter. Ooh, long time uh, ago. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> We're going to, with 39 years, it'll be 39 years, maybe more than that, yeah, uh, 40 nice. years. Uh, it said, I, uh, today I will love you. I will make a decision to love you. An yeah, act so of the will. you got to make a decision to love God and Absolutely. Mary. Mm-hmm. That's an act of the will. Yeah. Consecration. Two, so, sacrifice. So, Do you extend your morning offering throughout your daily duties? Offering them in all... Offering them all in a spirit of reparation, do you consistently deny yourself that you may faithfully live the Christian gospel in modest dress, becoming speech, avoiding all occasions of sin? Mm-hmm. Again, that should be the standard. We should be shooting for that. Yep. Prayer. Do you say at least five decades of her rosary every day and the full 15 decades as often as you possibly can? Do you visit our divine Lord in the Blessed Sacrament frequently? Do you ever miss an opportunity to attend Mass and receive him in Holy Communion. And Whoa. finally, Those number are... <laughs> four, reparation. Have you made an effort to make the five first Saturdays? Does the great need for reparation lead you like, like little Jacinta to seek for ways, quote, to remove the thorns from the bleeding and sorrowful heart of our Immaculate Mother, close mm-hmm. quote. Well, well uh, those four um, requests of Our Lady of Fatima are you fulfilling They're not difficult, them? but but, no, it, they're not. but but it does take discipline. Yeah, discipline. They're not difficult, but it does take yeah. discipline. Hey, well, that's this a wrap. Is the end of our show. Wow, it's gone so quickly. Yep, I hope we hope you have a blessed, happy, holy weekend. Remember, it's we're in the season of Lent. We're in the season of Lent. You know, purple. So let's penance. remember sign of penance. Yep, let's let's uh, remember that. Uh, let's use this time to grow deeper in our interior life, deeper yeah. in our faith. Become holy and get closer to God. God bless you. See you next time. Yep. Up next, Gary Machuda. Stick around. You want to hear high-level apologetics. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Keep the faith. Love you.